0: Hey, Jojo. What are you doing? Are you pretending to be a dog? Oh, hey, Jimmy. Yes, I'm pretending to be a dog. Woof. A bow. A bow's a bow wow. Woof. That's a great game, Jojo. I really like you using your imagination. It can be so much fun. I'm not doing it for games. It's very serious. I'm trying to scare away the birds or making so much noise that I cannot sleep. A roof, a bow-wow! Birds go a bow-wow! I'm a scary dog. Roof, roof. Well, that's one way to do it, Jojo. But if you don't like the birds interrupting your sleep, you could also just close the window. Oh, yeah. Uh I guess that works too. But I, I do like being a dog. It's, it's fun to pretend. Well, you're in luck. You can pretend to be a dog while we listen to this week's story. It's all about T-bone, the talking dog. Oh, I love dogs who talk. It's my favorite thing. Dogs who talk and, and no birds and pizza and Christmas and uh, all those things. Okay. We read the story.
1: T-Bone the Talking Dog by Yukiko Oaks. Woof! I'm T-Bone the Talking Dog. To be precise, only my family can understand my talking. Why? Well, I'll tell you how I became a talking dog. Woof! I wasn't always a talking dog. Once, I was a stray dog, and my earliest memory is being in a box, floating in a river. I knew I needed to get back to the bank, so... I jumped out of the box. I was in a panic. I was drinking lots of water, and eventually I swam to the bank. But after that, I lost my voice. Maybe I drank too much salt water, or I was in such a panic that my brain shut down and I forgot how to bark. Anyway, I was a stray dog, and there was nobody to bring me to a doctor. I still don't know what happened. My life wasn't easy. If I had a pack, it would have been different. There would be someone to talk to, and it would be easier to get something to eat. But in a pack, there's also always leaders and followers and rules. I thought I was better off on my own. Who knows, right? Anyway, my life wasn't easy. I live in a small town, and finding food was difficult. Most of the time when I found it, dog packs or mice or opossums were there ahead of me. I knew how to handle the dogs. They're organized when it comes to hunting food. So once I figured out their plan, I could work around it. But mice, they have huge families. No strategies at all, no rules, no fear. When they found food, they would just run to it. A whole family. A dog like me, forget it. They would just run right over me. That was an awful experience. I don't even like to remember it. Opossums were better. They didn't work as a family. Usually just a single operation. A one-man show. But they have very sharp teeth. I had to be careful around them. Because once they started to fight over food, you might get hurt. So, if I saw them near any food, I would walk past. I wouldn't even look. I have to tell a story about an opossum. Early one morning, very foggy outside, I was hungry and sniffing for food before all the stores could open up. I found an apple on the ground. And then I saw a shadow in front of me. I couldn't see clearly. The fog was too thick. So I squinted my eyes to see who it was. And there it was an opossum. A giant one. And walking very slowly towards me. Woof! Woof! I was so hungry that I couldn't let my apple go. So I put it in my mouth and I was backing off. Very quiet-like. However, the opossum kept coming towards me very slowly. I thought that was weird. If an opossum was after my food, she'd usually come right for it. So I took another careful look. She was actually carrying ten babies who clung to her furry body. So I decided to give my apple to her. All the babies scrambled down their mother's back and rushed around the apple. I'll never forget the mama opossum looking at me for the longest time. I think she smiled. I've never actually seen an opossum smile, but it must have been in that situation. You would smile, right? Another difficult task when I was living life on my own was finding a place to sleep. First of all, there were street cats everywhere and cats are very territorial plus they hate dogs. I don't know why even tiny tiny kitties who are just fluff balls of fur would show their teeth and <laughs> when they saw me. Hey, I was a stray but I was a nice guy, you know, a good pup. I tried to be as small as possible to show there was no harm. Forget it. It never worked. Even if I found a quiet place, I couldn't stay long. Humans with sticks would show up and get you. Woof! that's how I was caught by humans and put in a cage. Terrible. One day, I found a place to rest under a bench near the park, and when I woke up, I saw a girl with red shoes looking at me. I tried to hide in the corner, but she came closer and just left a sandwich. It was a great sandwich. I ate it in 10 seconds. The next day, she came back again and left me a chunk of steak, my favorite. I ate it all in five seconds. The next day, she came back with another human and she left me some cooked salmon. I ate it all in one bite. I started to feel happy and I was hoping maybe she wants to be friends. Or maybe even a family, you know? But the next day, two humans with sticks showed up and they put me in a cage. At that moment, I lost all hope. I really regretted not leaving that place the night before. I felt like a fool, thinking maybe she wanted to be friends. I was in a cage for a while. It was called a shelter. Humans came occasionally to take dogs home, but no one seemed interested in me. Some of that was my doing. I would try to scare them by barking, but my voice didn't work. This probably made them more scared that I was sick or something. I saw other dogs taken by humans, happy-looking humans. Woof! nobody picked me. But it was fine because my heart was cold when it came to humans. They have too many cages. Then one day, a couple with a little girl with big brown eyes came to the shelter. I watched them as they looked at other pups. When the girl looked at me and I looked at her, she slowly walked towards me. I looked to the side so as to not see her. I even tried to bark to scare her, but she stayed right in front of me. Her name is Bibi. Bibi said... I want to name him T-Bone. Wait a minute. I could understand what she said. How could that be? What was going on? I was so confused. They took me home. They washed me with warm, flowery-smelling water with lots of bubbles. White bubbles. They were scary. I had never seen that in my life. And then they tickled me everywhere. Really good. Now I know. That was a massage, my favorite thing. Just imagine, all my life, I've been avoiding humans. Now, they pet me and cuddle me all the time. And on top of that, they give me food in a bowl. The highlight of the day, the most incredible thing that has happened is called a bed. It is soft and fluffy. (laughs) I jumped onto the bed I was in heaven. Anyway, at first I was scared and not trusting these humans. When I saw them coming, I would hide under the bed or in the corner of the room. The little girl, Bebe, would try to pull me out from under the bed. But I insisted I had to stay under the bed. Nothing else felt safe. I ate food when nobody was looking. I was afraid they were going to kick me out any moment. But they were very patient, I have to say. One day, the mama came up to me and she said, T-Bone, I understand you had a difficult life and it might be very hard for you to trust humans. Boy, was she right. But here we are for you. And I know you can understand me. (sighs) I was surprised that she talked like that to me. I mean, she was human, right? How could I understand her? And then she said, I can fix your voice. I have a spell that cures dogs' voices. Do you want to bark like before? I couldn't believe that she could fix my voice. But I nodded, and I snorted. And then she said, Okay, T-Bone, that's a good start. But now you need to be strong. And you must trust me. First, Go into the dining room at dinner. I gave her a very suspicious look. But she said, wait, I told you to trust me. Then she said, before we start dinner, you must go to Papa and lick his hand three times. I gave her another suspicious look. This time, Mama didn't say a word, but she gave me a gesture to wait. So I did. "'Next, you go to Bibi and you do the same thing. "'Make sure it's three times. "'Not two, not four, three times,' I nodded. "'Then come to me and do the same, "'and I will give you a spell, and you will repeat after me.' "'It seemed easy, but could I trust her? "'If I let myself hope, if she lets me down?' That was worse than mice families walking all over me, or an opossum's sharp teeth. It was worse than unfriendly cats. It was even worse than humans with sticks. I heard the mama's voice saying, dinner time. I was not so sure about all this. But something felt different. She was talking to me. I was shaking as I went to the dining room. I came into the room and everything seemed normal. I went to Papa, sat next to him, and licked his hand. I started to move toward Bibi when the Papa kneeled down and gave me a kiss. He said, I love you, and I'll take care of you forever. That was a stunner. I just stood there staring. Then Mama motioned me towards Bibi. I looked at Bibi and I licked her hand three times. Then Bibi also sat down. And gave me a kiss, and she said, You are my brother. At that point I felt something, something hot that I've never felt before in my eyes. They were tears. I went over to Mama. I licked her hand three times, and Mama kneeled down and she gave me a kiss too. And I heard her say, T-Bone, your family. And this is your spell. Repeat after me, I am T-Bone. And I repeated, I am T-Bone. Woof, woof, woof. I felt the warmth of love in my heart. And then I said, woof, and I jumped in surprise. I hadn't heard my voice for a long time. I forgot how I sounded. Was that really a magic spell? Later on, I wanted to know about that spell. Mama laughed and said, it wasn't a spell. It was just the magic of love. You broke through will with courage and action to find your voice again. Your brain and heart are more powerful than you think. And at that moment, I became a member of the family. And I became T-Bone, a talking dog. Oof.